Welcome to the It's Personal Podcast. Today we'll be looking at week three, engaging with prayer. Hey everybody, it's Matt. I'm here with Justin again, and we're going to be talking about engaging with prayer. Now, uh, about four weeks ago, we sent out a survey um, just to ask people spiritually during the season what they need. And one of the biggest responses we got was people who felt like they needed a deeper prayer life. Actually, over 50% of the people that fill out that survey um, use that phrasing to describe a felt spiritual need they have. So we're really excited to talk about prayer today. Uh, one of the things we want to do right at the beginning of this is when we say deeper prayer life, uh, we just want to talk real quickly maybe in a little bit more practical language of what that means. And so when we say deeper prayer life, kind of the sum of the way that I define that is a lot of times when we're learning how to pray um, and some of the habits we get into prayer, they become very earthly focused. Um, we talk about needs that are very temporal. We'll talk about things that are immediate, um, which is not that God doesn't want to hear those things. But if I'm going to sum this up in one sentence, when we say, hey, I need to deepen my prayer life, what we're really looking at is going from approaching prayer where you're attempting to kind of shape God or just ask things from Him to where you're really diving in and prayer starts to become something that shapes you to be more like God and more to focus on His will. And Justin, just 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 right off the cuff, when we say deeper prayer life, how do you think of prayer life as being deeper? Um, I think for me, a deeper prayer is beyond the surface. And, and what I mean by that is it's, you've already kind of touched on this. It's more than just us asking uh, for things. It becomes a relational exchange with, with God, the creator, with the creator of the universe, our heavenly father. It's a, it's a, we'll get into this too. I'm sure a dialogue, it's a back and forth. It's not just a one-sided, Hey, let me heap everything on you. Um, and see what you do with it. It's a exchange between him and I. Yeah, and that's and you know other language uh, we used kind of as we were talking through this at the beginning was like we don't want our prayer life to be checklist. Like mm-hmm. just like you don't want your uh, conversation with your spouse, your children, your best friend to be something that you're doing to get over with. And you used a really interesting phrase uh, in the in the middle of this. You said, hey, we want to move past the genie stuff, mm. um, which is uh, a little bit more of a humorous approach to it. But in some ways, you know, I do think there are seasons, and that's, that, that's kind of a better way to define this. Like, I don't want to define this shallow or deep prayer life as new believer, seasoned believer, or older believer. Uh, I think it is more of when we spiritually kind of ebb and flow in our seasons, because there's times where I have a very shallow prayer life mm-hmm. and have to remember and remind myself how to dive deep once mm-hmm. again with God and mm-hmm. deepen that relationship. And so as we dive into this, um, we're kind of getting this thing where we do every week where Justin uh, kind of has what we're calling the bomb question um, that apparently he's using in his Bible study with his guys uh, that he meets with weekly. So what was your big question you threw at them this week talking about prayer? Yeah, I saw this quote from Charles Spurgeon that said, 10 minutes praying is better than a year's murmuring. And uh, mm-hmm. so that that kind of prompted me to ask the question, what does prayer do for us? So you, you kind of touched on it with the genie thing. So you guys can think about it for just a second. It's what does prayer, what does praying, what does talking to God do for us? And um, I'll elaborate. I think that <clears throat> for a lot of us, and regardless, Matt, you mentioned it could be maybe you're you're new in your walk, or maybe you're a you're a seasoned believer. And I think 
it really affects both, like the whole gamut. Um, sometimes I think our prayer, it turns into, hey, God, what can you give me? What can you do for me? Um, here's something that I need from you. Here's a request. Uh, I need you to change this. I need you to do this. I need you to intervene here. But as I reflected on this question, what does prayer do for us? As a believer, I think as I have matured and I've grown in my walk with the Lord, prayer is less about what I'm asking or requesting from God and more about asking Him to change me to be more like Him. So essentially what prayer does for me is helps me draw close to Him, to go deeper to Him, to become more like Him. Yeah, and I think as you're sitting there processing through that, like the imagery that comes to mind for me is like prayer is the most relational thing that might be too extreme, but the most Mm -hmm. relational thing we can do with our heavenly father, because we're engaging in conversation with him. And that's a, that's a two way conversation. It's not just him listening to us talk, um, which we'll actually get on that when we get to some practical things here in a minute. But the imagery I get is the idea of like walking into the throne room Mm -hmm. where you're visually and physically in God's presence. And he's talking to you, asking how it's going. Like all of a sudden when you're in his presence, you're there with him and you begin to audibly speak to him and process with him everything that's going on with you, it really changes the depth of that conversation. You know, it's not like you're talking at someone at that point. You're talking with someone. Yeah, and I I often wonder, and, and even in my own prayers, um, sometimes I will need to pause before I begin to pray and really let that weight sink in. Because uh, I'm pretty guilty about, you know, I'll pop up out of bed or I'll go down the road or I'll just just connect with the Lord. And I think He wants us to be that that relational and that personal with Him. But I don't want us to miss that prayer is a reverent act and that it's also, again, we're talking with the Creator of the universe here. Like, we are, we are going before His throne, uh, and there's a weight to that. I don't think it's, it's a crippling weight in the sense of, like, we should— we should be burdened by it or, you know, and negatively affected by it. But I think we should understand that we are speaking to the creator of the universe through Jesus. We have direct access to God, the father. And so um, I think that also helps inform our prayers, right? If I'm just, just willy nilly asking a request. um, If I, if I was to take a moment before and just say, I mean, I'm going into the presence of God almighty, that's probably going to change what I'm asking, how I'm asking, and the result that I'm looking for if I know that I'm just before the, the creator of the universe. Absolutely. And and even with that, I know we're talking about a depth and a personal here, but that doesn't mean we don't utilize and try to try to put tools and resources before us that help us get to that level. Because like in the, uh, the journals we have this week, um, it mentions the ACTS method of prayer. And that's mm-hmm. something... I use on a pretty regular basis mm-hmm. um, because sometimes you sit down to pray or um, you set aside time to pray and the distractions of this world and where your mind's at, like Justin says, you don't have that weight. And so there's sometimes I've got to launch into adoration and get into confession to really grasp the presence of God being with me to help me get going, help the wheels start moving. So don't hear us say by any means uh, that these tools we're handing are separate from depth that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, I think really, as me and Justin are sitting here talking about it, like what we want you to hear from us is how much we in seasons, just like any believer, 
when prayer, your prayer life is is moving the direction it needs to move, like it becomes an absolute necessity. Like there's an eagerness. Like me even sitting here talking about it, I kind of just want to like stop the podcast, go to the sanctuary and just spend a few hours mm-hmm. in prayer. Because mm-hmm. it's like I'm longing for the presence of God as mm-hmm. we're sitting here talking about mm-hmm. it um, in that personal prayer aspect. Um, and as we kind of move through this, some other things we want to touch on is, is some of the practical. Um, because what happens with us very often is we get kind of mentally and mechanically stuck. Um, we get used to the way we pray. We say the same things and those not necessarily bad to say the same thing, but when it becomes just, just a kind of, kind of a sounding gong, uh, I think mm-hmm. scripture says at mm-hmm. one point or mindless repetition, mm-hmm. um, that's something we want to be aware of. So we want to look at a couple practical things. And one of the ones that we put into that journal, um, was listening prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin, you have some great thoughts on this. Yeah. Uh, so I want to direct our attention as we move into listening prayer uh, to Matthew 6. And, um, you know, the Lord's Prayer is in Matthew 6, and a lot of us are very familiar with that. Uh, but starting before that, uh, Jesus says, Matthew 6, 7, and when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases, which is what Matt was just referring to as the Gentiles do, for they th- think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you even ask Him. So we know, one, God already knows what we need before He asks. He's just a good God like that. And it, and the Scripture tells us from the mouth of Jesus, it's not about the many words that we speak. And so as we, as we think about prayer and we talk about the practicals of prayer, I think a lot of people um, are fearful to pray because they don't know what to pray. They're not eloquent in their speech. They're not sure how to do it. And Matt, you touched on the Acts method, which is just praying through adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and then supplication. That is a fantastic framework. Um, But then sometimes maybe you're at loss for words. Like you just don't have the words to pray and you need to sit with the Lord. And I think a, a new way for me to look at prayer was that prayer could just be listening prayer. So that's going before God saying, God, you know already what's on my heart, as your scripture says. Uh, you know what I'm going through. You know what I need. I don't have words, or I'm not sure what to pray, or I just need to sit and hear from you. And then we sit in silence uh, for however long maybe you have available, or for however long you feel the Lord speaking to you. Um, there was a, a book, I don't, I can't remember the name, I think it was Spiritual Rhythms or something that I had went through at one point. It had us go into a closet and sit in silence for 15 minutes. That is a long time to sit in silence and just listen to the Lord. I mean, it's our brains are so programmed and conditioned to checking our phones, checking our email, thinking about something, wandering off. Um, we're prone to wonder, Lord, we feel it. And and, that, and that's true. You give yourself 15 minutes uh, just to sit in silence before the Lord. You really have to discipline yourself to sit there and do that. But I think that's been helpful in my own prayer life because it's not always about the words that I say or the request that I make. It's um, talk about being it's personal. It's just being with him and um, spending time listening to him. That is also a form of prayer. Yeah. And I love that uh, the listening aspect and just to give you like a little bit more practical, I'll share about like for me personally, when I'm praying with God, one, one, a lot of times I'm walking like I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a person that paces. And mm-hmm. so I know we can talk about posture and where you need to be. And there are times where I feel like God's telling me, Hey, get on your knees, close mm-hmm. your eyes. Um, but for me, uh, pr- praying for me is, is, is like I start pacing. And as I begin a conversation with God, a lot of times or need to begin a conversation with him, 
and you're listening, like that's when scripture comes to mind that, that God places in there. That's when a person comes to mind that God's leading you uh, to pray for or to reach out to. And there's a lot of times when you start with that listening, it's a jump start into a really focused, great time in his word and in prayer with him. Um, so that's great. Love that. And, and again, I think listening to, we, we asked this question earlier, what does prayer do for us? And it, Matt, you, you mentioned this, like as we're still, as we're silent, God brings those things to our mind. And so instead of us coming to God um, with our agendas, we surrender ourselves. We talked about surrender week one. We we surrender ourselves and what we need to say, God, what, what do you have for me, right? Like uh, instead of me trying to change your mind about something through prayer, change my mind through something, change my heart on something. And so it's prayer is not about us changing God because he's not changeable. He's God. And it's more about us changing how we are approaching life, a situation to surrender that, to be more like him and see what his will and his outcome is for that situation. Yeah, absolutely. And and one thing, like I, if you're sitting there and you're sitting there, like I can't do that right now, you're probably immediately thinking, uh, I can't focus that long or what happens because somebody's going to interrupt me, things mm. of that nature. Understand this is a learned mm-hmm. skill and discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't be daunted by the, 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 the comment of sit quietly for 15 minutes. Right. Like, like that comes later. That comes at a point where it doesn't feel like that long. Like, like for you right now, the ability to just go, you know what? I'm going to purpose in my mind for the next three minutes yeah. to sit here quietly and just repeat in my mind over and over, God, I'm listening, mm-hmm. you know, and that can kind of help you step into that. So don't be intimidated when, you know, you hear a time frame put on something when somebody right. references that by any means. Um, one thing, Justin, you kind of mentioned last week um, that I want to touch on today is you mentioned as we were talking about studying scripture, that you had time with God in your car, which immediately for me made me think about um, a book by Brother Lawrence called The Practice of the Presence of God which legitimately talks about walking through your day, the entire day in a mindset of prayer with God. Now, once again, don't get intimidated right now because I said entire day in prayer. Because on the practical of this, as we talk about a deeper prayer life and a walk with God, a really simple practice to take your time with God into, quote unquote, the rest of your day is to find mental places in the day where you can tell God how you feel, Mm -hmm. where you can say a quick prayer, where you can sit for a minute and listen. And if you're driving, um, even if you just left a conversation with somebody, uh, for me, a lot of times I'll walk away from a conversation with somebody. And especially if it was a heavy conversation, um, I will walk away. I'll walk to my car or I'll on the drive back. I'm sitting there and I'm literally having a conversation with God going, God, did I like, like, and some of it, once again, if I'm I'm really transparent about the way my conversations go with God, he interrupts me a lot. Um, you know, like I will drive away and be like, okay, God, I blew it. It didn't go right. And all of a sudden I'll get this line that just says obedience. Mm. <laughs> like, were yeah. you obedient? Yeah. And I'll sit there and I'll have to like, at that point I'm repenting. I'm going, okay, God, I'm sorry like that I doubted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and it becomes this really great relational thing. And I could even say my best days are, on this world are the days where I'm routinely going back throughout the day with God. Yeah. I think first Thessalonians five, I think that kind of helps us understand what it means when it says rejoice, always pray without ceasing, 
Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus for you. So if you're like me, you hear pray without ceasing, and it's like, God, I can't even pray at night without falling asleep. How am I supposed to continuously be praying throughout the day? And I think, Matt, you you brought up a good point that prayer prayer is is less, for me, and maybe I'm wrong here and you can correct me, is less about the words I'm saying than it is the posture of my heart. Prayer is posture. And so that's how we pray without ceasing. When we're in the car and we're and we're listening, like we said, we're just we're there relational. It's personal. We're having a relationship with God of the universe. Um, our posture is hey, we're open, our hearts are open, our minds are open, we're mm-hmm. ready to hear from the Lord. Um, to me, that's that's kind of what praying without ceasing means. Or as we go into these meetings with people. We were at work or we've had a discussion with a family member, our spouse, and maybe it went exactly the way we wanted it to and we're giving thanks or it didn't and we're just asking God to, hey, there needs to be some heart change there. Uh, That's a way that we can pray without ceasing. It's just to constantly be in this posture of dialogue with the Lord, whether that's us speaking to Him or us just being quiet and letting Him speak to us. Yeah, and I think, you know, there's there's a lot of release, um, when we're talking about those moments during the day where you're crying out to God. And I do really emphasize crying out to God because there are a lot of times um, I'm getting ready to head into a situation that's going to be stressful or I'm emotionally feeling a certain way where I'm getting in the car, I'm saying it in my mind, like I'm walking down the hall and I'm just like, God, I can't do this. Um, and it almost sounds like one of those like like Old Testament moments where mm. where you have a prophet or somebody being told to go do something and and I sense that emotion, and all of a sudden, it's like God speaks back to me. Somebody calls, and they give me that encouragement. There's a thought that enters my head that reminds me He's with me that completely mm-hmm. changes it. Um, so don't be afraid to be honest with God, even though He knows. And I think that's a, right. that's a lie we do a lot of times is we think, well, God already knows everything. Why do I need to tell Him? Well, it's the same thing with your kids. Mm-hmm. Your kids might be telling you a story, but you want to hear them say it because you love them and you want that depth of relationship with them. It's very much the same type thing. Um, so as we close down, like here's where I feel like uh, I need to re-emphasize this. And this quote came to mind in the middle of this. Um, I can't remember what this book is. I'll try to have that next week just to reference it. Um, but it, it was a book and it began in the first line in the book because it was a book on prayer. It wasn't a very popular book, but the first line of it was the longest and most painful moment of your life are the few moments right before you begin to pray. Mm. And that really hit me as I read that book. I'm not even sure I read the rest of the book. I was like, this is too deep for me. I need to set this down because that just wrecked me. Mm. Because we kind of get this this wall in our mind, especially if we haven't really dove in and made an effort to pray in a while, to where we almost convince ourselves that we just can't. And what I want to encourage you is, is like even though we've talked about kind of a lot of different things and you might have heard some scary time frames or phrases or gone, I've never experienced that, you got to start. You got to dive right. in because that moment before we decide to pray, before we decide to connect with our Heavenly Father is a scary, distant moment. And all you've got to do is just step over that line and open up to Him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, with that, uh, just, I only feel it's appropriate that we close in prayer. Absolutely. And so, I'm going to pray for us and then we will catch you next week on the podcast. So, let's pray. God, we just ask that as people who are listening out there, even if it's just one or two people, that they will be encouraged to find depth with you. 
to dive in relationally with you, to understand that right now, as soon as they, they, they click the stop button on this or it ends, that they can dive in to a conversation with their creator. And God, we just ask you to shape us into who you want us to be. Mm-hmm. And as your disciples ask, Father, continue to teach us to pray. Sure. In your name, amen. Amen.